Can you hear me from here? I've seen it before. And we're on. You're listening to Behind the Clipboard, event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the Insider Toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events, it's time to go backstage with your hosts, Tamara Cook, Crystal Thane and Melissa Howie. Welcome to Behind the Clipboard. I'm Crystal Thane and please welcome my fellow event gurus, Tamara Cook of Known Associates Events and Melissa Howie. Hi. Welcome back. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about how to choose the right venue for your event. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most important parts of an event because it influences everything and it should really be the first thing you book once you've created the event concept or mood board, which we spoke about in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. And it will also um, end up helping you make decisions about all the other elements to do with the planning of the event as well. Because there'll be sometimes restrictions or things that you can and can't do which are also called restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> but decor and other yeah. things that really yeah. Yeah, yeah. restrict what you restrict. <laughs> restrictions. Um, so let's talk about the types of venues for events and maybe just go through like really pros and cons list. Mm-hmm. So the first uh, venue type is quite popular at the moment is a warehouse. Bang on trend. Mm-hmm. Bang on. Warehouse spaces are coming up everywhere at the moment. They're people... I think people are loving it because they can be really um, – they're in different locations, so you're taking it to peop- people to places. Somewhere they haven't been. They haven't been, yeah. It's expecting the unexpected. Mm. Ugh, I hate Good that line. cliche. What a uh, great line. Uh, um, yeah, so you, it can also be a blank canvas. Yeah, mm. which has its pros and cons in itself. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, yeah. What are they, Crystal? Well, blank canvas, super open for creativity, but also depending on your budget and – I guess the time you have and the logistics of it, it actually can be almost too hard to try and spruce up a warehouse. Yeah. Depending on your style of event. Like, you've got to bring everything in. Because you have to bring like chairs, tables, depending on the catering, like the kitchen. Yeah. 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 They yeah. usually have small kitchenettes. Yeah. It depends where you go. Some warehouse spaces are beautifully set up, like mm-hmm. a few that we've used. Mm-hmm. Um, and some are really, you know, this is the space, come in, bring everything in. And warehouses also aren't generally in the CBD or anywhere centrally located. They're often on the outskirts of the city. Mm. That's definitely in, in a drawback. In yeah. industrial areas. So, But with that comes another pro is usually quite a lot of free parking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's definitely with the warehouse, it's about informing your guests where it is, like maps, instructions, everything. Mm-hmm. And something to think about with a warehouse, not just a warehouse, any event space, is just accessibility for deliveries, depending on if the warehouse is actually used as something else during the day. Mm. You have to think about that and just bump in, bump out schedule, again, across all events, spaces, sorry, but particularly for warehouses, depending yeah. on what else is happening in and around. It's an industrial area. That's right. There could be other businesses yeah. operating either within that warehouse or next door. And that can definitely impact. I've actually, uh, (laughs) I've got a story about an event I did at the Midland Railway Workshops, which is a disused, I assume it's just an old railway building or something. Mm -hmm. But there's still railway tracks in it. Oh, cool. Cool. Super. (laughs) It was still an empty warehouse. So we brought everything in, tables, chairs, everything. Um, On the day of the event, we only just realised, huh, there's railway tracks in here. That's not ideal for a nice black tie. trip hazard. Yeah, that's not ideal for a oh. black tie event. So I had to go to. <laughs> what, they didn't look cool, or they were just. Really they kind of just. Ab- they were just a trip hazard. Imagine and getting a stiletto stuck yeah. in a railway line. <laughs> that was more <laughs> our issue. Like it's black tie, so people are going to wearing heels for sure. Mm-hmm. So that would snap off a stiletto. Yeah, I would and say. 
because it was actually during I was doing work experience, so no one had the experience to even think of that till the day of. They were like, "Huh, there's these, all these railway tracks through here. What do we do?" <laughs> awesome on the day. What yep. did you do? Tell me. Oh, so Mel's heard this story before, but I went to the nearest carpet shop and bought all these remnants. Um, off cuts. Off cuts. Yep. Whatever they had. Whatever was cheap. Played the charity card. Got heaps of off cuts for like twenty dollars, and just gaffer tape them. Covered up every bit of railway. Yeah, <laughs> just covered up every bit of railway track in that place, which was quite a lot. And the funniest part of the story is actually how I put it in my car. So I had to roll it because I didn't have a very big car. Roll it, poke it out the windows. No left hand turns. Could only make right hand turns because <laughs> oh I couldn't see out the left of my car. <laughs> the things you do for work experience. Honestly, right? things you do for events. I was trying stop. to just impress. I was in uni. <laughs> I was like anything to get the job done. Were they impressed? I think so. I think Surely. It, I think it went really you well. You did like 50 right Yeah. Turns. It took me like <laughs> double the time to get back to the office because I was going like the really long way. Where's Crystal? Uh, she's she's, she's halfway to Calgary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what, what's another type of venue? So I think quite a common one, particularly with weddings and things like that, is hotels. Mm-hmm. So every city has a couple of hotels you can choose from. They've all got different price a points. Couple. A, a couple, couple. Just a couple. Just a couple. Quite a lot. Perth has more and more every day. Yeah, we talk about that a lot actually. Um, but they're usually in central locations, which I think is one of the... There's a big tick. Big tick. Yep. One of the pros with a hotel. And also, obviously being almost a one-stop shop, guests can stay the night if they need to. Um, weddings, you know, or the event managers can... You can book rooms um, for that. And the event spaces generally have, you know, built-in AV facilities and... Definitely a lot more to offer than warehouses in terms of existing facilities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're set up for events. Yeah. They're the perfect spot to go for an event, mm-hmm. except that they're the spot that everyone goes to yeah. for events. Yeah. So, so who hasn't been to a hotel event? Yeah. No one. And it's not novel. It's no. not unique. Yeah. I mean, even though every time you walk into a ballroom, which hotels mostly have some sort of ballroom, you can deck it out in really amazing ways that bring your own um, authenticity and uniqueness to it. But it is hard. And there it can be restrictions for like hanging things off the yeah. rafters. I know. I'm so sad that we can't <laughs> hang people from the rafters anymore. Yeah. yeah. Or from those, um, is it the silks that you do? The yeah. Acrobatics? Yeah. One person falls off and all of a sudden we can't <laughs> <put> <laughs> them I know. One person falls on their head and How no one can they? do it now. Public safety <laughs> to yeah. the max. I know. I'm glad we, we were around in the days where we could still yeah. bring people yeah. down We did the it ceiling. first, baby. <laughs> we did. Remember that event we did when we had the girl on the silks and she came down and she poured the champagne? Champagne oh. from the heavens. Mm-hmm. French, of course. Yeah. Of course. So now, Amazing. Um, if you're wondering how to do that, you need to have a little tripod. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I've seen that. Mm-hmm. So the it's roof anyway. can't support the people. Yeah, which it probably can, but yeah. the venues are too worried about uh, it's too high risk. Yeah. yeah. Fair. But mm. hotels also usually have paid parking, which yep. is a, a downside, but you're really going to find that with any central location. Yeah. yeah. Almost kind of trade-offs. You've got to decide what's yeah. more important. Will people be Ubering? Is it a boozy event? Because then it doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, if you are getting taxis and Ubers, it's easy to get out of a hotel. True. Yeah. They're always lined come up straight to the door. To, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to go. Although the other day I was coming out of an event at Crown and I called an Uber and the Uber... Line, had to line up behind a long line of taxis, mm. and so he could not get to, he couldn't get to us, he couldn't get past the taxis. So everyone had called an Uber, and there was these taxis lined up, and none of the taxis, no one was getting in the taxis, so the taxis weren't moving. So Ubers everyone's get in. Ubers were lined up behind the taxis. Are you like, one of those people that refuses on principle to take a taxi? I am. Well, in the end, I had to. Mm. 
But do you know what was the crappiest thing? I had to cancel my Uber, which cost me eight bucks. <gasps> eight dollars? Yeah, the Uber driver's in the line. He goes, oh, you can cancel me if you want. I'm like, okay, I'll just cancel you. And then, oh, you'll be charged for that. And then I jumped in a taxi, which was double the cost. Oh, yep. That would... I would stew on that for days. Yeah. It's a bit annoying. But Mel waits for the fare to go down Literally. when she's calling an Uber. <laughs> it's got a surcharge. She I'll waits. She'll like, I'll wait 10 minutes. <laughs> I'll wait 10 minutes. Nice. Lifty. Exactly. Yeah, Lifty nice. girl. Um, um, what are the other cons of hotels? Um, you have set menus mm. and set beverage lists. So yeah. And it's like pick it from a package kind of yeah, thing. Basically. Yeah, Yeah. So you can't be as creative as, as you'd like to. Yeah. But places like Crown, um, I keep mentioning Crown today, but places like Crown do have a lot of venues that people probably wouldn't think about. Mm-hmm. So it's not just the not ballroom the and the, the yeah the function rooms. There's, there are a lot of other spaces that when you go and ask them what's unique and what could you do that's a little bit left of the middle, you'd be surprised, like booking the cabana area by the pool mm-hmm. or the mansions. And we find that, um, particularly for Mel and I, one of the events we work on, some stuff costs more than you think at a hotel, like draping. Yeah, draping isn't that costs one of those things every, everywhere? Because <laughs> I just that think annoys me though because it's, it's there. It's there. You just need to pull it, don't you? Yes. No. Nothing gets me like paying for screens that are already in the roof as well. Yeah. Uh, you got to push a button for them yeah. to wind down. They're there. No, no one's asking it. you to bring I them get in. It, though. Someone's installed it and it's cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars. The Surely, do you need to make the payback period has finished? Yeah. Not from a charity. Um, so another venue type is a function centre. So that's like mm. Perth Convention Exhibition Centre, which I think every city has something equivalent. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and parts of Crown. Parts so of Crown. We've t- touched on Crown as a hotel, but, um, you know, the big ballrooms I would definitely call function centres. And then um, the lovely state reception centre at Fraser's in Kings Park. Yeah, which is kind of – I love that venue because it sits in the middle. It's mm, it does. Definitely it, you can't get the compa- capacity that you would get mm-hmm. at PCEC, which is – I think that's a the biggest thousand. venue in yeah. Perth, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, over a 1,000. No, yeah, 1,200, I think. Yeah. yeah, which is great. And maybe Crown is up with that, with the new ballroom. Yeah, I think it would be the same. Um, yeah, so Fraser's, you can you can fit a max of around 400 if you don't have a yeah. stage and you don't have a dance floor. And um, But it's beautiful. It's in Kings Park. It's and it, it kind of crosses the line between restaurant and function centre mm-hmm. too because it it's above and it has the same sort of food and function quality. centers can be quite daggy yeah function centers yeah. the food can be hit or miss but you know Fraser's is also a restaurant so they've got such a high quality of food uh, I can't go past that's one of my yeah. faves yeah I can't and because go past of the, the food and beautiful there. view you don't really need oh. to jazz the room up too much you actually don't want to no because it detracts from the view yeah yeah whereas the other ones most of the other ones we were talking about they're going to be four walls yep. and there's no windows yeah mm-hmm. A windowless room. You can't go mm. past a window. It depends. I think if you're doing a daytime event, it's not as nice to be without mm. windows. But at night, it depends what you're bringing. Like you can really bring in some magic if there's no exterior lighting coming in. Yeah, agreed. So some of the pros with function centres, um, a lot of things are built in or can be provided. You know, there's, they've got all the tables and cutlery, and which you could say for a lot of venues, except probably warehouses. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely accommodate a large number of guests. And guests probably be familiar with the venue, which makes it easy to get to. There's usually a lot of parking. Whether it's paid or not is a little bit hit and miss. Yeah, but there's usually options Mm. in and around those kind of places. But then on the flip side, again, as a con, guests are familiar with the venue. So usually those three we just listed, it's pretty rare that a guest wouldn't have been to one of those already. Yeah. If you're trying to wow somebody, it's probably not the space to go. Yeah. However, personally, if I've been to a venue before and I know the food is amazing, again, 
food. Food. Now. <laughs> it will encourage me to buy a ticket or RSVP. Well, it's so kind of because you've already vetted it yourself. Yeah. You've been to a number of events there. You know what you're going to get. Being familiar with a venue isn't always a bad thing mm-hmm. as long as the quality is really high. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the way you can flip that familiar, familiar, I can't do it. <laughs> Familiarity. <laughs> that Familiarity. <one> is <laughs> no. the process. So the format of your event, what yeah. can you change up to um, surprise people? Mm-hmm. And a lot of venues like that are very willing to work with you on menu and beverage. So sky's the limit. Mm. Especially yeah. with... The <gasps> I've got to tell you a story. I knew tell. you had a story. Go. I, I was at an event the other night and, oh, you girls are going to like this. I haven't told you this. Is it about food? Uh, yes. <laughs> so it was... A ball, so um, an awards night actually. And at the end of the night, well, not the end of the night because it went till 2am. So basically <laughs> the awards finished at 11. They said that ends our formal proceedings. Now you're entering the after party, although we're all there. <laughs> it was just a voiceover. But at midnight they brought out sliders. <gasps> at midnight. Everyone's it's still to absorb the, the alcohol, floor. obviously. Exactly. And um, because it was an industry night, they had one of their sponsors was Val Morgan and they brought out ice cream, so choc tops and popcorn. Stop, <gasps> Stop it. it. I know. What sort of what sort of meal was it at the start? Was it seated? <laughs> it was Sorry, start reg- with the it meal. It was your regular three, like three course. course. Yep. Wow. So you'd had and entree then mains snacks. and dessert, which were all delicious. Mel would like to come with you next year. Same. Oh. Where was my invite? I know. It was <laughs> so good. But, um, I've got to say that I was pretty full, but I still had room for popcorn. Absolutely. There's always room for popcorn. There's always room for ice cream. There's room popcorn. for anything. And I saw the girl going through with a tray of sliders, going through the, like she walked through the dance floor it was so well done wow. and people were just like oh, <laughs> <laughs> you do that sound oh, yeah. <laughs> how was that <laughs> sound like cookie monster you heard it nice <laughs> <laughs> it's just this stunned song. yeah i've <laughs> <laughs> just never heard tam make a sound like that before uh. um another type of venue which is sort of not on the outs but seen less and less mm. is really close to mel's heart mm. golf clubs um uh, so golf clubs uh, usually in a most beautiful scene. So you've got obviously the beautiful surrounds of the greens of the golf club. Um, unfortunately, sometimes they're quite dated. So mm-hmm. you've got awards up and the actual rooms themselves. But they're renovating these days and some that have been there for a long time, they are considering that they want to get more function people through that aren't particularly attached to the golf club or associated with the golf club. They're trying to sell another club. part of their business pretty much. Yeah, yeah, so they're doing the rooms a bit better. Mm. Yeah, So like um, Joondalup Golf Course, for example, they have got the most magnificent function room with floor-to-ceiling windows which looks mm. out over the golf course. And I suppose when they do that, it's it kind of verges on back to function centres. It's not really in the spirit of having people who've just played golf. It's trying to attract people who actually are just there for the function. Yeah, that's right. Smart. Wembley's is amazing too. The restaurant that's there, right. Ambrose mm. Estate. Yeah, that's beautiful. Good, that's good food, hey, <laughs> <laughs> ladies. Um, view. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. The view is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, another event venue type is parks. So just outdoor spaces. Hmm. The pros of outdoor spaces now can be beautiful, but you know the anxiety of trying to predict the weather six months out is. Oh my gosh! And in Perth, it's either going to be really, really hot. Or bucketing. Yeah. We don't really have it in between. <laughs> yes, we do. Come on. We've got mild weather. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't sprinkle very often. It's either windy yeah, and okay. rain or it's summer. Yeah. It's 45 40. Yeah. I mean, wherever you live, outdoor events are always risky. Risky, yeah. yeah. They Absolutely. give me heart palpitations. The, the thing with parks, if you're really set on having an event in a park, you just need to have a clear plan B yeah. in your head. Absolutely. For when it gets closer to the time. Um, yeah. But they are beautiful and they're always quite scenic. So 
And if, if you get good weather, it it's will be epic. Stunning. We did an event last week where we had an indoor-outdoor scenario. So we're planning on being indoors. But we had an outdoor section and it ended up being this balmy, balmy hot night. Our launch, you mean? That's one. <laughs> oh, I was like, this is familiar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we um, thought it was going to rain, but it didn't. Well, I thought it was going to be cold, but it was this beautiful hot night. So hot. everyone was outdoors and it was really beautiful to be under the stars that night. It was stunning. Yeah. There's another event I can recall that they – it wasn't actually one I was running. I was watching another crew run it. It was outdoors. Um, it was supposed to be a garden-style event. And they had thousands of people set to attend. They had stall holders and all sorts of things um, like that set up, all outdoors. And it was forecast for torrential rain, yet they didn't – Cancel the Change. event, and they oh. because they didn't have a plan B, so what they they just kind of winged it and <gasps> hoped for the best. And what ended up happening was it was shut down and evacuated. Oh my god! Everyone lost like the stall holders mm. lost their stock. Oh. People lost their tickets. People had flown in. It was in Melbourne. People had flown into Melbourne to attend this event. There was no um, money back, and there was no plan B. And you just think, you know, if you're watching the weather, yeah, come on, actually. Event tip, all event professionals, watch Bureau of Meteorology religiously oh, for an outdoor a, event. It's an app. It's an oh, app, guys. My phone. Even Swellnet. I the whole of last Mel week was looking like, at the How can I look wind? up wind? I'm like, look up Swellnet. <laughs> so, yeah, looking at the wind forecast for an entire week, trying to predict whether How windy my it might be. floral installation would blow away if <laughs> yeah. we bumped it in the night before. The struggle is real. <laughs> yeah, it really struggle. is. You need to be a meteorologist when working in events as if well. If you take one thing out of this episode is... Basically, always have a plan B in mind. Absolutely. For everything. But Ab- yeah, that's right. It may be really hard. It might, might be a lot of work to have that plan B, but mm-hmm. it's... You, you'll feel, you'll sleep the, better having it. And all the people that are invested in it, it's mm-hmm. really not fair if you don't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, other cons with outdoor events, obviously weather's a big, big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, ablutions. <laughs> Access to toilets, yes, can sometimes be an issue if they're far away or you need to contact the local council to get the park get toilets unlocked. The glamorous, what are they called? The luxury VIP toilets? Loos, yeah. VIP loos. <laughs> you yeah. can go and do a VIP poo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, if you're planning on serving alcohol, you need to really consider that if it's a public space, extra licences may be needed. And probably extra security depending on your yes. crowd and how many people you're having. And fencing. Yes, mm-hmm. fencing. So it can really work so again, out. Again, the cost can go up for an outdoor yeah. event. Yeah. Without you realising. But the rewards also go up yeah. if yeah. you get good weather and you can pull it all off and yeah. you've done it really well. High risk, high return. Yeah. That's right. Another venue type is outdoor but not in a park. I know you work on an event. Oh, so I work on a, um, an outdoor athletic event, I guess the category would be, a cycling event. So it's just rolling through towns, cycling. But some of the glamorous things we get to do, <laughs> aside from obviously watching the weather like a hawk because – too hot is no good and raining is also no good. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to set up toilets by the side of the road. Toilet tents. Toilet tents. So they're these from BCF <laughs> fold-out tents. Yeah, they right. pop up, pop down. Bit of privacy for the rider. No worries. Wow. Yep. The things we do. Again, one of those moments we went, I went to uni for three and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> this is and me now. But with something fun. like that, you really don't have a choice on venue, do you? you no. It's you kind have of, to ride outdoors. So. Yeah. And also even like the towns we go to, it's kind of – whatever hotel or motel can take us, we're there. Yeah. Uh, another event venue type is yacht clubs, which I guess probably maybe falls into the golf club category, as in maybe not originally set up for being an event space, but now 
yeah. we're seeing more and more that they're trying to mm-hmm. so they're a member's space so mm-hmm. they often so they, that's the thing they've got to do things um on both sides of the scale so you really want to make your members feel welcome and like they're a part of a club and have the memorabilia up yeah. on the walls when outsiders come in they're like eh, this won't work for me it's yeah. ugly ugly i've done an event at Fremantle sailing club and the actual memorabilia and stuff actually fit in with the theme of the event i was working on oh perfect yeah. perfect yeah what was it daggy memorabilia <laughs> it was uh what mar- was the theme <laughs> well it was was when I had that corporate job. Oh. It was like maritime and seafaring oh, and course. that kind of vibe. Okay. Yeah. So it, fit, it was like a perfect venue. Nicely chosen. Yeah. Happy coincidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I quite like the portholes in all the doors. <laughs> most, I don't know why, but I guess they've just been around for a long time, but they mostly need a refurb. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Old carpet, mm-hmm. old lino, not even tile. <laughs> yeah. And even, yeah, kitchens can obviously of, yeah. often be a little bit dodge. Yeah. Um, but the best part is they have these amazing views. When we're talking about yacht clubs, yeah. you're right there on the water. Yacht clubs usually protected as well. So, yeah, yeah, lovely space. Beautiful view, yeah, definitely. And you can usually bring in your own beverages and catering. Um, so yes. it kind of gives yeah, you because they're not usually level. set up for that anyway. So they, yeah, that's right. And you can even bring in food trucks and things like that because they've got all that space. So they they're quite diverse. And so don't rule them out. Don't rule anything out. Definitely yeah. not. And again, parking. Parking. Yes, they do have really good Easy. parking. Mostly, yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing with yacht clubs is you may have people coming in with boats. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. That might happen. <laughs> Another one, a common one, is restaurants, um, which obviously the main pro for that is going to be the food should be to a higher quality. Because mm-hmm, um, that's what they do. Exactly. Yeah. That's their core service. Um, they're usually central, although not always. Mm, depends where you're going, I exactly. suppose. Yeah. What are your thoughts on restaurants? Depends on the event. So if you're throwing a small personal event and they've got a beautiful room or a function room or you can section off part of it, then yes, that can Mm -hmm. work. Um, If you're doing a more corporate style event, perhaps not, unless they do really have a function room, but then you sort of go back into that function function room room setup. Or if um, you can hold the whole, hire out the whole restaurant. Yep. So if you get the whole venue... That would be great. And that's yeah. the thing, actually. It's a good point. You have to be mindful of if you're hiring a restaurant or something like that, do you have the whole thing to yourself or is there like a screen blocking oh, for the public? So What's noisy. the soundproof vibe on that? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you're it, not hiring the whole restaurant, I'd, I would I would dissuade you from yeah. perhaps going down that path. Restaurants are really noisy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, like they're disturbing you, you're disturbing them. I don't think anyone really wins in that scenario. Yeah. Another downside, I mean, it could be an upside as well, is the style of seating that's installed in the restaurant is going to be what you have to work with. So yeah. places that have booths already, if you've hired out the whole restaurant, you have to have booth seating. Deal with the booth. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. Could be cool. You, Depending on, yeah. Do you know what's really good? I don't know if we were going to talk about this, but um, cafes are a really good uh, consideration for an event venue. Mm-hmm. So usually they're open from seven till three. Yeah. yeah. And then you can use them for a nighttime venue. So if you've got a local cafe, and often cafes are, decked out with this beautiful decor they're they're on the money when it comes to decking it out and make it look making it look modern and fresh and the latest um, decor Mm -hmm. so go and talk to your local cafe and say look would you consider opening up for us for our private event from 7 till 12 you'd obviously need to get some liquor licensing and things Mm -hmm. like that but Mm -hmm. you'd be surprised super easy to get an occasional license i think yeah yeah Yeah. we've done that a few times and it's a really yeah very very cost effective because they're not usually open Usually not licensed. Mm-hmm. Really cost effective way to have a quite a unique mm-hmm. event. There you go. Top Tam tip. I'm out. <laughs> Mike dropped. She's Mike done. Drop out. 
What about art galleries? That's another one. Art galleries. I've only been to one event at an art gallery and I really, really enjoyed it. It was just a space I hadn't thought of for an event because mm. I always think of them as having art-specific events, but it was just sort of like a cocktail launch event. Yeah. It's themed already. It's yeah. beautiful art on the walls. and It is. That can be a downside, obviously. Yeah, they're quite, they can be quite restrictive because yeah. of the expensive art hanging there. So you have to consider what where you can take drinks and things like that. Yeah, yeah. and security, you will need more security, I would say. Yeah, Some of those paintings are worth spaces with the high ceilings. And they'd be open after hours for your event most of the time. So then, yeah. again, more security, maybe a bit of more of a cost involved. Mm-hmm. Mm. But worth it, I think. I think yeah, so, yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. You could probably, I mean, when you think of art galleries, you're probably thinking about the main one in city but you could definitely use smaller ones yeah just small local galleries be beautiful and you do feel quite um like you're getting a bit of a special experience because you're there when it's closed Mm. and that's quite a unique thing that you can't really replicate at other venues that is true yeah yeah and those smaller ones will usually have quite good parking as well yeah Yeah. um maybe let's talk about some super unique event spaces in wa because i know there's quite a few that we probably haven't covered in our general event venue roundup tam i know you're really really keen on this one the yanship caves yeah, I've never done an event there, but I just think it's so cool. Yeah. No, <laughs> none of, of us have, but we're like, wow. I know, lots of people get married there. Look, the drawback is that it's in Yanship, so it's quite a long distance from the CBD. Mm-hmm. Um, transport is a major consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, talk about unique. Mm-hmm. And we're probably one of the rare places in the world that you can go into, go into yeah, real yeah. caves and host a function. It's so cool. And this other thing we spoke about, off air was the private houses that you can sort of get kind of airbnb style but for events mm, yeah there are some companies set up for it at higher those spaces so they're connected with people who are happy to open their homes and it might just be a section of their house or um it could be the whole home yeah that you can host an event and again super so unique cool. well that's the way that you can really wow you guess mm-hmm. they're, they're just not going to be expecting it no. they almost definitely have not been there before yeah <laughs> almost definitely almost definitely because you just never know i also love aquariums personally same i love aquariums and having an event in next to a 10 meter higher um tank so cool yeah sharks swim past in the bahamas um i was in a hotel that had that the, Is it the ha- pink hotel yeah, yeah atlantis yeah that, so they have a restaurant that we can di- go and dine mm-hmm. with exactly that mill that big so um, cool Amazing. tank right next to you and then they have a function space on the other side very cool there's one in cans like that as well I went to recently and Love then to eat in the pasta. Good old aqua. Yeah. Exactly. There's a few the weddings and that sort of thing there, isn't there? Yeah. 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 That would be pretty unique. Yeah. So Mel, if you could do an event at any venue in the world, where would you choose and why? Mm. I actually have a specific one in mind. Oh, yes. I love the Fairmont Hotel in Canada. It's just this old Scottish castle at Christmas time. It's seriously the most magical place I've ever been. So um, that would be, if I could do an event anywhere, it would be there. And also its cousin, which is 30 minutes away in Lake Louise, they do, in the winter, they make this outdoor ice wonderland, basically. Wow. So it's like carved statues, they, a whole ice bar, ice cups, everything. Awesome. Oh. So cool. What about you, Tam? Anywhere in the world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of another thing that I didn't mention earlier, which is, and it's probably, I want to know what you girls think about this, but on a boat, mm. to have an event on a boat. It's one of those things that was sort of in vogue about <laughs> in the 80s, a lot of people. Having like, year 10 river rock on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Sailing on the crystal swan. What are, what are your thoughts? I personally don't like being trapped because I, I like to leave. I say the exact same thing. I don't like being trapped on it. 
Yeah, I think there's way, ways around that though. So you could go out on the water and come back and dock and continue the party. Mm. People can yeah. get yeah. off. Or you have a, a time where you do dock and then go back out again. For the I very much like the dock. idea of it. Like yeah. I like being on the water. I like that. It just depends the type of event, I think. Also, you're asking the wrong person because I get really seasick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mel's out. Yeah. Mel's out. But I'll come to an event on the boat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Maybe, I don't want to be yeah. picky, but like, what about a yacht? <laughs> Well, yeah, super yacht. Super yacht would be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we did some research for this episode about some amazing event spaces around the world and we came up just the craziest places. Like there's a place in Berlin, it's an underground techno nightclub in a renovated power plant. Imagine having an event there. Cool. Coolest. So cool that we couldn't think of any other describing word. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Um, the Burj Al Arab in Dubai is a very well-known hotel and they've got a helipad tennis court. No big deal. <gasps> what, so, so you can cool. have an event on it? You can, or you can get Agassi and Federer to play a game. So you, gra- you oh. grab your glass of bubbles and watch them? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Hmm. Particularly that um, region, I think if you've got the money, you can do whatever you want. This one is my favourite. You can hold an event in the Big Cat Rescue at in California. So you can just have an event with the lions and tigers. Mm. That's oh. pretty cool. That is pretty That's cool. cool. Overhang glass. I would assume so. <laughs> no, just in, in and amongst them. <laughs> just patting them. And there's a disused train station in Staffordshire that you can have events in. Oh, a Harry Potter theme, surely. What's cool about that? Oh, yeah. yeah. What's cool about a disused train station? She goes to, Com- she goes to Comic-Con, Tam. She thinks yeah. a disused train station is cool. <laughs> this sounds a bit manky. <laughs> no, it's edgy. You need to see a photo. It's different. All right. Beautiful brick. I'll Google that. Yeah. Google it. Googly boogly. <laughs> You don't have to have your event there, but that's where I'm going. Okay, <laughs> I'm coming. All right, we have banged on quite a long time today. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just do our fast five and okay. wrap this up. All right, top five tips, girls. Go, Mel. Location, location, location. Yeah, choose it well. Mm-hmm. Choose your venue for your style of event. And what your AV requirements are for yeah. the venue. Yep, and parking requirements. Mm-hmm. Also take into account indoor, outdoor weather considerations. Mm-hmm. Big one. Big one. And be unique. We talked about that a lot today. Final tip for the Fast Five tab. Um, how many people are attending? So it comes back to location as well, I think. How many people you have to seat and feed? Okay, I didn't uh, confuse Thanks that. for that fantastic <laughs> wrap-up, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for tuning in today, guys. If you liked what you heard, DM us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. All right. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. Bye.